The Tim and Tony podcast is brought to you by Tim. Why do you use Bucked Up? Uh, because Tony, everybody needs a little help in their life. I found out a few years ago um, that I needed that extra push to actually do my workouts at the level that I wanted to be doing them at and to just get the results that I wanted to out of working out. And so, you know, one of the most frustrating things is when you're hitting the gym as hard as, as your body will allow you to, and you feel like you're not getting anywhere. Uh, these supplements will really help you uh, get to that next level, get to that next step and push you uh, to hopefully reach your goals. So that's why I use it. Fucked up. It tastes fantastic and it helps you work out. Get it, use it. We have a promo code, right? We do. Uh, promo code. Very easy to remember. Uh, it's T and T20. Get 20% off your bucked up order. They have supplements, every single one you can think of shirts, hats, fucking joggers, anything you could possibly want. They've got it. Fucking TNT joggers. TNT20. Get 20% off your entire order today online, buckedup.com. T A N D T 20. Tony, before we had this podcast and we received this next wonderful sponsor, we both struggled with our fashion game, specifically cool. and especially our gym fashion game, which is an underrated part of going to the gym. Yes. So please tell the people how they can get more excited about going to the gym and what company they can go to buy uh, some stuff that'll make them feel better. So what's great is, wow, interesting. We're keeping that in. So, so, so. So, all you got to do is go to TitleWear.com because what you're going to find there is you're going to find some of those comfortable and flattering, might I add, gym wear on the market. They got, they, they, they got hoodies. They got sleeveless hoodies. They got tank tops. They got T-shirts. They got shorts. They've got compression pants, and they've got sports bras. They've got leggings. They've got all of it. It's fantastic. The quality is amazing. It's made for workouts, so they're durable. And it's just plain comfortable. So, Tim, what's that promo code? Very easy to remember. It is T and T15. That's T A N D T15. That's 15% off your entire order. You can order one thing, you can order 13 things order 100 fucking things it's 15 percent off the entire order at title.com um and if you want to order 100 fucking things you do it and you do it with the promo code t-a-n-d-t-1-5 tim do you care about sustainability i do do you care about comfort i very much do do you care about style? A little bit. Do you care about just looking good? I really do. I really do care about all those things. I didn't mean to put sustainability. It feels like I put sustainability a little lower on that list than I should have. It but I care about like those it. things deeply. And in fact, sustainability is actually one of the best parts about what I'm about to talk about. All birds, they make incredible shoes. They make incredible clothing. They make incredible socks. Tell us about it, Tim. 
Welcome to the program, Alberts. We're happy to have you on board. Absolutely. Uh, these are, no exaggeration, the most comfortable fucking shoes I've ever worn in my entire life. And you, don't act, and you don't have to just wear them when you're having sex. That's right. That's right. Um, I can't believe we just put that in an ad. Um, <laughs> they look great. They feel better. And they're good for the planet. Uh, go to, we're going to, uh, this is a little bit different than we've done in the other ones. We're yeah. going to attach the link to go to all birds where you can pick up not only a pair of shoes, pair of, uh, a shirt. Uh, they're making joggers. They've got shorts, whatever you want. You buy anything on the store, you get a free pair of socks with it on us. Uh, if you do go to the store and buy some Allbirds, please use the link that's in the description of this podcast. Yes, and they don't do deals like this. This is like the only one out there. Like this is the one deal. So that's what we're bringing to you guys. You should do it. Get the stuff because it's a great company and they make great stuff. In a crowded room, summer and town. So it's a, today's a weird day. Uh, just want to take a second to list some things that did not exist before Tom Brady played his first NFL game. Facebook, YouTube, Instagram. The iPhone, Tesla, TikTok, Twitter, LinkedIn, Gmail, Bitcoin, Google Maps, Amazon Prime, and Netflix as a streaming service. I don't even know if iTunes was out. Not on the list that I found, so who knows. Okay. But the man has played for 22 years yeah excuse me itunes came out the same year so tom brady and itunes are the same age in terms of a football career um so i only just saw this probably an hour and a half two hours ago it's very disorienting my Basically, my entire life, as long as I can remember, Tom Brady's been playing football, and he's been playing football at a very high level. My first live football memory that I can say I remember where I was, I remember being there, was the first Super Bowl against the Rams. I remember sitting there with a Tom Brady jersey when I was, I believe that would have put me at about five years old. And ever since then, he's been in my life. He's been in my life in very in a lot of different capacities. Um, today's weird. Yeah. So my my actually my first reaction, and I think my first reaction to this says a lot about me. I wasn't thinking of the many Patriots fans in my life. I wasn't thinking of my podcast co-host who I've known since middle school, who's probably <laughs> his biggest fan. 
I wasn't even thinking of all the great things he did. I just had this very petty reaction of uh, Roethlisberger, who <laughs> famously yeah. one of the worst people ever, who's just a total dick who nobody likes, now gets to have his Hall of Fame induction completely <laughs> overshadowed. And I mean, there might not even be people there. Against, <laughs> against his will and against his consent, which is perfect. Yeah. I mean, he's kicked out the door and his, his Hall of Fame induction will be completely overshadowed in fighters. It's hilarious. It's like the people that, to a lesser degree, went in the same year as Jordan. It was like, it just doesn't even, like, yeah. you feel weird even being there. I'm sure, like, Ben will, like, just kind of feel awkward being like, I, I guess I'm in the same ceremony. But um, that was my yeah. reaction, um, is that I'm, I'm glad that uh, bad things happen to bad people sometimes. <laughs> uh, right. But other than that, you know, we, we speculated about this during our last football episode. And one of the things that you and I text about fairly often is what is the perfect way for this person who's had a career um, that's lasted basically the entirety of our lives? Yeah. What's the best way for him to go out? Um, and we, yeah. when we saw it, we find, when we saw it, we knew it. We'd created scenarios, probably hundreds of them over the years, and we had decided on a couple that we thought would be perfect. And then we got the perfect situation, and that was when I knew. Before he went on his podcast the next day and started talking about how family it's, it's time to put other things first i need to put yeah. my family my family needs this which by the way he has never said anything even remotely close to that no so that was like not, not, i knew not, not in that way he said that you know during the off season is his time to be more present you know he he needs to do a better job of being a husband and a father all that stuff but he's never gone to the lengths that he went to after this last game where he basically said that like that, that basically now is the time for him to be a family man is essentially yeah. what he said. And sorry, I, I have to get this out, but my second reaction was I can't wait to see the first person who gets on a microphone on Monday and seriously says into it. Well, Guess he couldn't make it to the 45. <laughs> Go right. Guess right. he couldn't make it. Right. Uh, guess he couldn't follow through on that last thing. But what I, you know, my, my kind of not final thoughts, but my, my final instant reactions to this is for a person who's done so many things that nobody's seen before. I mean, like we're 26. When we say we haven't seen things before, it's kind of like, all right, like good for you. Like there's a lot of sports history you weren't there for right. or even conscious for. But for a guy that's done things that nobody alive and maybe nobody alive currently will ever see again, to have him one more time do something that we haven't seen, which is I went through the stats. I'm, I'm not going to, I've decided yeah, one, once I got on that I'm not going to list it. One, but one of these, he's, the, oh, he's the only one, he's now the only person, only Hall of Fame quarterback who has gone out on top. This is it. The, he's the list. They've all, they've every single one of them had that last season. And he never did. 
And to our knowledge, it wouldn't have been fucking next year because he's going to win the MVP or finish second this year. And by the way, I wish that the voting had just waited a couple weeks because I think once this narrative took over, right. people would have done the right thing. But so that being said, it's, the, it's that one last thing that we haven't seen before that he provided as a part of his retirement. So not for nothing, we're recording. It's 1.27 p.m. Pacific time on January 29th. Um, so those of you that are following the situation, you know that uh, basically right about now, it's swirling around that Brady's mad that this got leaked out. He's out of the country. He's not going to be able to hold a press conference or really do anything by way of self messaging or putting out some type of message for himself which again if you know anything about tom brady at this point of his life he likes to be the one that controls the narrative he likes to be the one that announces shit for himself um and his dad just went on the radio station his dad went on the radio station uh, five minutes ago so just before we started recording saying he's not retiring which um Here's the thing. Uh, we'll obviously not post this if this turns out to be false. My feelings on this are bullshit. I think um, that he's, he just wanted to do it himself, and that's not how it works in 2022. He has too many people around him that know shit. So I'm, I'm recording this at because I'm assuming that this is it. Um, it is, I'm, and I'm just saying that just so that everybody understands why I sound so conflicted and so <sighs> I'm bummed. I really am. Uh, you guys, but you guys got it easy because you guys got the initial, he's not on my team anymore. And you got to recover from that. I'm this just, was kind of the it, last nail that you always knew was coming. So it's kind of like, but I'm not bummed out because it's over, right? I'm bummed out because. So, okay. You hope that sports inspires. You hope that sports makes you think, think that you can do things that you didn't previously thought were possible. You hope that sports distracts you. You hope that sports brings some positivity into your life and brings you some form of escape. That man has been all of that and a million times more for me my entire life. He, every time he steps on a football field, he reminds me of a lot of the stuff that he kind of taught me when I was growing up. Because, you know, all the early memories I have are of us winning the Super Bowl and him being, if not the primary reason, one of the big reasons why. Then we go through this period of losing to the Giants, of not making the Super Bowl, of we even got eliminated in the first round, I think once. Um, He gets injured, and we go a period without winning a Super Bowl. And looking back on it now, it's it feels ridiculous to be like, it was a dark time and all this stuff. But because of who he was and because of what he was when he first started out, it was very dramatic. It was very, it was emotionally taxing because 
you he fell hard that 2007 season it ended in such a way that was just so dejecting not even in a way tom brady taught me how to deal with failure he taught me how to deal with success he taught me that it's not over until it is literally over the Falcons Super Bowl taught me, and I, it'll be a sickness for the rest of my life, that until something has literally happened, I am going to hold out hope that it's not over or that, you know, it, it's something positive can still happen. Anything can happen. Much like what we saw in the last game, it seems like he's ever played. There were 19 different scenarios that could have all played out easily where the Rams knee the ball out and the game isn't really all that exciting. But when Tom Brady's on the field, you have a chance. And that seemed to be the case for 22 years. Whenever Tom Brady was on the field, you had a chance. And whenever Tom Brady was on the field, you had people like me watching, wanting to see something they had never seen before. And he retired basically turning in an MVP caliber season at the age of 44. He already had won the Super Bowl at the oldest age any quarterback has ever won. I mean, we could go through the litany of records the man holds. I mean, just look them all up. There's too many. He basically holds all of them, if, especially if it has to do with playoffs. A part of my childhood is over. And really, that the, the last part is over. Because, I mean, Steve Nash isn't playing basketball anymore. It's a completely new Suns team. The Diamondbacks are, you know, they're terrible. Um, hey, I'm wearing the hat today. <laughs> um, a part of my childhood died today. And a big part of it. It, yeah, it, so it's sad. I mean, some of the best tweets are uh, showing the Madden 2001, yeah, and showing Madden 2022 Brady. Yeah, um, there's similar showings for LeBron. Um, so the the other one was I just watched ten grown men grown men in Walmart fall to their knees <laughs> after the <laughs> after the first tweet broke, um, which was hilarious. Um, you know. I said it at the beginning and I'm guilty of this. I think a lot that I don't know how we can see something quite like that again. That being said, that is something that has been reiterated over and over and over again throughout sports. And it always comes back. Um, and there's always another version. The new model is always better. <laughs> yeah. Maybe not right away, but a 2022 Mercedes is better than a 2012. Just this. Yeah, And so eventually we will see something like this again. And so I don't want to get caught in the, you know, I think when Jordan retired, a lot of sports writers kind of swore a blood oath that there would never be anybody that would eclipse him. And while I'm as close to saying that about anyone as I am to Tom Brady saying, look, like there's, there's not going to be somebody that comes along. Like I was, I was there for it. So it's going to take a while. It's get, obviously it's going to take a lot of accomplishments, but 
guys, it's it's eventually eventually we're going to see something like it. I mean, maybe not for 40, 50 years in terms of the statistical resume, um, but we're going to have arguments. There will be a LeBron to his Jordan eventually. um, And we will see something like that. But in terms of like Mount Rushmore athletes, I mean, he's the room that he's in. I was trying to come up with this. It's Ali, Jordan, it's LeBron, it's Tiger, and Bill Russell. Like, that's it. Like, that, that's, that's kind of it. I don't even think Montana technically qualifies. I know that that's probably blasphemous to some, but, but just look it up. Like, I don't think it qualifies. Like, in terms of the greatest winners ever, he's now football's representative. So he's, like, in a room with four other people in sports in general. Fuck football. Like, so it is, it's, it's crazy. And I'm, I'm, I'm currently talking to, again, the Tim and Tony Pod's favorite comedian, Sean Mulaney. Um, we're, we're dealing with it. Um, I, I mean, hope it, I, it, I, 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 I hope I see something like this again. Like, here's the thing. What Tom Brady has shown me is that nothing is ever over until it's over. Nothing is exactly finished until it is literally zeros on the clock. Who's to say someone doesn't match this? I hope I get to see it. I genuinely do. We're going to see something like it. There will be an argument someday. I hope it's Mac Jones. (laughs) But, I mean, it's... It's going to be tough. I'm going to try and keep an open mind. Um, I mean, the, the thing that, that I think will prevent it is the thing that prevents, you know, basically everything in sports, and that's injuries. I mean, yeah. Tigers unquestionably, unquestionably would have broke Jack's record. Not, it wouldn't have been disgusting how bad he would have broken it, but injuries. And so now there's a group of golf people who are like, well, he never passed Jack. It's like, okay. The, the 10 years that Tiger was on top, yeah. you can't tell me you've seen anything like that before. Right. And it's, it's the same with Brady. You know, I think for, for these 20, 22 years, I don't think that there's been an equivalent. No, no. And not, it, not, so, you know. It, it hasn't been close. Like, that's, because, that, that, that's the thing. Because it's it's sort of like the Ali thing where, like, in order to be compared to him ever, which, by the way, Ali still stands up, I think, is the greatest. I mean, people thought Tyson had a chance for a while, and then it faded away. But well, Floyd's in, got the record, man. <laughs> sorry. Um, um, but with, but with, uh, with Ali, what, what has prevented people um, is that not only is there a longevity component to it, but there has to be multiple moments where people are like, there's no fucking way this is going to happen. And it's just, it's like a universality of every single person being like, there's no fucking way this is going to, and then he actually does that thing over and over and over again. Yeah. And that's the part that's going to take a really, really long time to match. And it's, and you know, Ali has his, his, uh, his obviously there's, there's a lot of other things with Ali that put him in a, in special air, I think, but 
I, I really think it's it's like Brady, Ali, Jordan. Yeah. Those three are really kind of the Mount Rushmore of American sports. And sorry, I don't know enough about soccer, I guess. I don't even want to try to speculate on that. It's a very yeah. popular sport in the world. I don't know anything about it. The most popular sport in the world. It's not our thing. Um, someone texted me uh, what my and asked me what my favorite Brady moment was. And that's tough. It, it, it really is because there's, I mean, shit, man. Multiple times this guy made me cry. So I honestly think that the Seattle Super Bowl is the one. Going up against the number one defense in the league, and people were arguing at the time that his, like they were arguing for their place in like NFL defense history for being one of, if not the best defense ever. We had lost two Super Bowls against Eli Manning. We hadn't won one in a long time. People were saying that, you know, he was, you know, carried by the defense. He's not this. He's not that. That was really the first time that Brady had definitively won one, and he was the reason why. Obviously, the Malcolm Butler pick happened, but my – whole thing with that is well the Jermaine curse catch also happened so I feel like those kind of cancel each other out Tom Brady had one of the most impressive quarters of football that's ever been played and it happened to be in the fourth quarter of the Super Bowl against the Legion of Boom the Seattle Super Bowl for me was my Super Bowl it was the first one that happened when I was at least a young adult and it happened after all that failure it happened after all those tough moments and so if i had to pick one it'd probably be that um but i mean the 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 insane thing about the guy is that there's no real wrong answer one one of my friends said there was the a a regular season game i forget what year i think it was 2012 ish uh, that we were playing in New England against the Saints, and he threw the game-winning pass as time expired to Kimberl Tompkins, and it was a perfect pass. It was like we made a ridiculous comeback, and that moment was their favorite. That and it, and they're not wrong. They're not wrong. I'm probably cliched for picking a Super Bowl, but there's just so many moments that this guy showed us. Don't quit. It's not over. You can always impact change in a positive way. You always at least have the opportunity to. And I, again, as cliche as it is, I, he taught me a lot. He taught me a lot growing up, and he's continued to teach me a lot. So right. thank so, you. Right. And so this is going to be probably one of our shorter podcasts. Um, yeah, you know, the the sort of overarching, I think, thing for me was something I was thinking about watching the game, actually. And I'm glad that I had this thought um, because it's probably over. I'm 99.9% sure it's over. Uh, was I remember being in sixth grade in math class 
and we did an assignment on the 2007 Super Bowl. And we were talking about Brady, and I remembered the conversations I was having as a sixth grader, <laughs> um, as a as as a kid. Like, there's no there's no other way. I was a kid, and to think uh, now, obviously, graduated from law school and working, um, and he's still on my TV, and I'm still talking about him. I mean, that's. It's impressive. And I'm glad I had that thought because it was like, wow, yeah, I was 12 years old having like legitimate conversations about somebody that I'm still very much interested in his every move at 26. And there's very few entities like that in general. So, you know, it's he's he's one of those people that that kind of reminds you why we like sports. And I think that too often over the last five years, we've had moments of that's why I hate sports type things. <laughs> um, yeah. But I, I really do think that um, it, especially the, the thing that kind of flipped my feelings towards him is I'll admit when he flipped on the Anthem stuff in 2019, I want to say, because he came out initially and was like, it would be cool if he won. Meaning Trump. Like he said that into a microphone. Everybody can see. He's like, yeah, it'd be cool if he won. I would enjoy that. And then two years later, started changing his mind with the anthem stuff, the son of a bitch comment, the firing, they should be fired for doing it. And then comes full circle at the White House ceremony and completely makes fun of him. So we now have... Every single one of our famous American athletes, except for Jordan, which, you know, makes sense. Every single, like, most of our American great athletes have been on the right side of history for the last little while. And that does make me feel good about things because there, there's going to be the Colby Covington. <laughs> there's going to be. There's, there's always going to be these athletes with huge platforms that are not going to use it for the right reasons. Right. Um, but by and large, our athletes have. And I think that that's something to be incredibly proud about because uh, that has not been true in, in other countries. It just hasn't. Like in American sports, we have had very good, idyllic people to look up to. And that yeah. does mean something. I... Man, I just, this is going to take me a while. It's going to take me a long time to be able to fully understand how I feel about the guy. It's going to take me a while to figure out how, how much he's actually impacted my life. Um, I just he's been in basically every part of my life because he's been to, I believe, uh, 14 conference championships. So out of the 22 years, I believe he's only not been to eight of them. So basically from August through January of most of the years of my life, Almost, almost half, I should say, not most. 
he was playing, he was competitive, and he was always contending for a champion, uh, for a championship in all of those seasons. I just, it's very disorienting to now think that he's not going to play anymore. And of course, now everything's throwing around. Patriots fans had enough reason to distrust ESPN and all this stuff. Look, guys, I I would be shocked if he he's pissed it got leaked. I get it. Yeah, yeah, I get it. I do. With somebody at his level, this has been the number one thing people have been asking him for like a decade. Yeah, I get it. I get being upset, but if it wasn't true, your agent wouldn't have said what he did when he came out with the comments. He'll announce in his own time. That's just Tom Brady. Like we, we were talking off air. He's never held a press conference to say that I'm coming back. So this whole, he'll announce it when he's ready. He's never announced it. It's just kind of happened. So the fact that now we know there's an announcement coming, he's fucking done. Like guys, stop. They they held the last episode of Man in the Arena. You know, it's, I would bet a lot of money that he's done. I would bet a lot of money that he's done. That's why I'm recording this. Uh, the last sort of thing I want to say about this now, and this obviously won't be the last time you and I have a discussion, whether it be on air or off air about the dude. Um, the last thing I want to say is just if I can be petty for a moment. Please. Uh, That's what we do here. Looks like you never found the cliff. <clears throat> oh, oh, okay. We uh, want to do this. Okay. May- yeah, no, I got you. Maybe he is the cliff. Uh, but you know, never did. And by the right. way, Rob, Rob Parker, uh, I think you were supposed to retire before he was. So, and he kind of did. He kind of did. Doesn't even talk football anymore. His one football take was that Tom Brady was over and that was four rings ago. So that makes me happy. The way that he the, the, the way that he ended it, he always said that he was going to retire when he sucked, and apparently that just took too long. Not a bad take. So, anyways, thanks for listening, guys. Um, someone asked me if I ever met Tom Brady, what would I say? It would just be thank you. I wouldn't ask for a picture. I wouldn't ask for an autograph. I would just want him to know that I appreciate what he did. I appreciate how he played. And he gave me two decades of happiness. He gave me two decades of rooting for somebody that I'll probably never feel that way again about somebody. Because to watch him was to watch someone that you knew was completely devoted to being amazing at what they did. And there was pure joy. Every single time he ran out, there was just pure joy. And I'm thankful and I feel lucky that I actually did get to see him play live, even though I live about as far away in the United States or in the continental United States as you possibly can from Foxborough, Massachusetts. I did, my dad and I, 2018 in October, uh, saw Brady uh, play at Gillette Stadium, beat the Chargers, threw a touchdown to Gronk, 
was raining. We got the full experience. I will cherish that memory for the rest of my life. So, you know, if I if I ever were to meet him, I would just want to say thank you. So, yeah, and there's there's nothing like an athlete um, when you're a kid. Um, sports just means more to you. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, in your case, um, there's not going to be somebody like this. Like, there's just not. Yeah. So it never means more to you than it does right now. And, uh, you know, it's, it's been, it, it, it's been weird actually for me because it's not, obviously this isn't somebody I rooted for his entire career. In fact, made many, many jokes about him over the years, <laughs> but it's mostly at my expense. Yeah. But it's one of those things that you just, people that are the best ever at what they do, there's something that attracts you to them. And so that's always been true with him. Um, it was very clear that he was the best to ever do this for a very long time. And we got the experience of knowing he was the best to ever do it and still watching him be the best to do it. Like when Jordan really peaked after like that fifth ring, really only got the one season of him still being at the peak of his power. So yeah. um Weird day, weird sports moment. Um, and yeah, this is why this is why we have a podcast. This is why we have a podcast. Uh, Tom, if you're listening, as I've said before, we've had this is now the third podcast where I've said, Tom, if you're listening. Uh, hey, man. There is no. There's nothing that I could say to possibly encapsulate how I feel about this person that I've never met and that I probably will never meet. There's no possible way to explain how I feel about somebody that for, you know, 20 ish weeks out of every year for the first 22 years of my life, 21, since he didn't really start, since he didn't play the first year of his career. I watched, I rooted for, and it was the number one thing that was on my brain whenever he was on the television screen. And for the one game that I was there live for him, I, it just, there's no way to actually describe how I feel about him. And I hope that saying thank you is enough. And I hope that 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 and this and the other podcasts that we've done about him kind of provide a an insight as to how this isn't just somebody that you know I root for and you know I do podcasts about and that I have conversations about this is somebody that changed me as a person this is somebody that molded how i grew up this is some you know maybe that sounds dramatic but it's just true like when you're a young kid and you love sports as much as we do stuff like that matters and to have an example of somebody like him to watch it it's it's just very impactful and you know i could i could talk for days so just thank you and I hope you enjoy time with your family and I hope that you have a peaceful retirement. So you got anything else, Tim, before I That's start it. just bawling into a microphone? 
That's it. I think we covered it. Awesome. So you can find Tim at Tio Duke 32. You can find me at Felix 3412. You can also find me, you know, drunk in the back corner of a dive bar watching Tom Brady highlights on my cell phone. Uh, you know, if you see me and you want to interact, right. give me a get, get me a drink. I'll give you a nod. I'm going to I'm going to be uh, I'm be dealing with this. So thanks guys for listening. Elstrom Row, please play us out. One day, someday, fiction game. She's my one day, someday. She's my one day, someday. Gonna have a gonna call a baby. One day, someday. She's gonna call me, baby. Gonna have a family. I can see it in her eyes. Just all so bright Gonna wake up by that One day, someday She's my one day, someday Fiction girl She's my one day, someday